Welcome back to Liberty Diner Dish. I'm Michelle, and I am here with a special season four trailer episode. So I am sneaking in to give you guys some hopefully spoiler-free details about some season four stuff going on around the diner. And truth be told, I am stalling because the sooner we start season four, the sooner we finish it and then have to do season five and then finish that season. And to be honest, finishing episode 13 of season five is just not very high up on my list of priorities because I never want it to end. I never want the series to end. Um, But anyway, I am without my boo and co-host Ken because I think I'm all sneaky and cryptic. But since I will be glossing over some season four stuff, I don't really trust myself to not drop some important info on accident. It's like when my sister tries to whisper like, Her whisper is louder than her normal speaking voice. And I'm always like, girl, that is not it. (laughs) So season four, I have only seen the season four episodes once. And when I watched them, I was binging them like my life depended on me getting to the end as soon as humanly possible. But of course, there were high moments and some low moments that I do remember. And I really can't wait to see them again and to try to really process and think through all of that. And of course, share my opinions with you guys. Plus, I am always super excited to have Ken witness all of this stuff for the first time. Um, I just love that so much, kind of getting to see it with fresh eyes vicariously through him. I know that there are some things in this season that, to some, are considered controversial. But I don't mind a little controversy. It gives us plenty to talk about, (laughs) Um, which I think is a good time for an analogy, or at least I think this qualifies as an analogy. Uh, One, I'm sure I'll be using some version of many times as we move through this season and possibly even the next one. So let's look at season four and really just the whole series, like taking a trip to Target or Walmart or some unnamed big box store or department store. So we all go to the store for different reasons. We go looking for different things and we come out with different things. Like we want or need different things from our shopping experience. It's rare that two or more carts or people come out of the store with the exact same things. Like you might have what I have plus a few other items or you might have nothing that I have in my little cart. Even though we went into the same store, might have seen all the same things, all the same options. Like you came out with something different than what I came out with. Yours might not match mine and that's fine. (laughs) It's all good. What I pick up and leave with, like my takeaways are valid and your takeaways can be valid. Our experiences do not have to match. So I hope you can make some sense out of something in that because like I said, you're going to hear me using some version of that analogy to explain things over and over like a million times. That's just a way for me to say we can all have opinions and they don't have to match. So there's no reason to say your opinion is wrong or my opinion is wrong. My opinion is wrong. Like, no, no, they just don't match. And that's fine. (laughs) You know, the discourse can be fun. Our goal has always been to look at things from a few different angles and then to share our honest opinion about a show that we love possibly way too freaking much. Um, You know, when I think about it, I haven't watched another show or movie with this level of fine-tooth combing. Like, I don't usually fixate on such small details in a drama or dramedy or soap. I'm not sure how you might classify Queer as Folk, but I don't usually do that with this type of show. And I'm sure that I occasionally overanalyze or overproject about certain things. But I do spend a ridiculous amount of time thinking about and studying it all from working through the dialogue and direction in a script to rewinding a a scene a million times to talking with the writers, which that reminds me of something. 
So we do have more cast interviews planned, and I really enjoy doing those because I think the cast members are just so awesome. Like, they're such incredible people. Now, we did, side note, we did slow down on recording those because, of course, Ken hasn't seen the full series, which means he can't fully participate in those because he doesn't know all the stuff. And I don't want him to know something before he sees it. So I can confirm more are coming, but it's just going to be a little minute. So just hold on. (laughs) Anyway, back to what I was saying. The reason I like talking to the writers is because they are largely responsible for what we get on screen. Like, not the performances, of course, because each of the actors kind of put a little bit of their spin on the words that are written there. But um, the writers actually built and expanded this world. And to me, it's really neat to get into their heads and see why they made some of the choices they made. And also, they're just incredible, smart, and hilarious people. Um, All the ones that I have talked to so far have been. Now, I don't want to take away anything from these incredible actors and actresses who delivered such convincing performances. Like, I really feel like that's part of what brings us back is the way that they made these characters so real and so believable. But it starts with what's written. Everyone wants to talk to the cast and everyone's like, when are you going to interview this person or that person? And again, we're definitely going to be doing more of that and we're going to be getting there. But honestly, when when I want to understand the psyche of a character or the reason behind a plot choice, to me, the writers are the final authority on that. Like, I love and value the input of the actor, but to me, the author is the single source of truth. And again, that's just my my opinion, my take on it. Uh, So with that in mind, I want to share a few snippets of some of my conversations so far with various members of the writing team. So these are just some little little teasers for you guys. I remember there was debate about whether we should or not. And the fact that we were so reluctant to see that character go. There had been pitches to bring in uh, like an opposite sex character for one of them, some kind of affair between a a straight person and a gay person, because Mm -hmm. those things do happen. You know, if you're going to take Brian down, you go to the source of his, you know, we didn't talk in these terms, but like that's his chakra. If we tap into our anger Mm-hmm. If we really tap into our anger, like any other minoritarian person, it can be scary. Come on. Who is not attracted to Brian Kenny? <laughs> Who? Sorry. I mean, I shouldn't say that, but I'm going to get in trouble for this whole thing. You're going to get me in such <laughs> trouble. I think it was a something where we wanted to kind of encapsulate some of the fun of, of a gathering, mm-hmm. but also the powerful healing of it. Right. And you know, a lot of the work of fairies is is what's known as heart circles. And there's all these different workshops and you don't have to do any of it. You can just go and sit, right. in, a, sit in a hot spring or go for walks or have sex all day, like whatever you want to do. I'm kind of a rebel guy and I'm a big believer in confrontation and I'm a big believer in standing up for yourself. We really appreciated an opportunity to deepen a, a relationship that we hadn't really seen before. It's a, and, and anytime there's strong opinions about anything like that, um, again, it goes back to it makes really good drama. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, they're all just so fun and awesome and so nice and kind. And again, the more that I get to speak with and interact with people who worked on this show or helped design this show, just the more proud I am as a fan of Queer's Folk, just to see the people behind this, the people who built it, the people who portrayed it. Like, they're just good people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there's anything bad about any of them, please don't tell me. I don't I don't want to know. That's probably not the right thing for me to say, but please don't tell me. 
So some other news as we're talking about season four stuff and just kind of what's going on around us right now, around Ken and I and kind of in the world. Uh, I'm sure you all have heard about the reboot coming from Peacock, the streaming network. Well, actually, I think it's like NBC Universal's streaming network. It's called Peacock. Anyway, they announced a vibrant reimagining of the original British series. It's going to be, I believe, Russell T. Davies, who created the original British version. I believe he's going to be like an executive producer, but this one's going to be run by Stephen Dunn. I believe it's his name. So this is an exciting thing because representation matters, but... I'm sure I'll be watching it and ugly crying into my Cheerios because it's not the original cast. And can I just vent to you guys for a minute and y'all keep it between us friends? Like, here's my issue. I, even though I'm very, very excited about this, I don't like that they are using images of the original cast of the U.S. version to promote this. Like, to me, that feels very misleading. Like, it's kind of clickbait because this is not a reimagining of the U.S. series. Like, I know, I know, without the British series, we wouldn't have the U.S. series. I'm not saying anything negative about the British series or Russell T. Davies. Like, again, I'm so excited for Ken and I to watch the British series and to kind of talk about that, hopefully maybe share it with you guys. And I want to always give honor and respect where it's due. So mad love and respect to the original. I'm just saying, I think for those of us who've been begging for a reboot of the U.S. version, it creates a pretty bad experience to have us get our hopes up super high and then to click the article and see that it has nothing to do with the people on the photo that they used for this article. And then you feel all guilty because you should be excited about this new thing, but they got you with the old bait and switch. (laughs) So they use the original cash to pull you in. Then they replace the people in the place with something totally different. I'm probably going to regret this whole spiel. But I hope y'all get where I'm coming from. (laughs) And and I'm also, I'm not going to get into the legalities and all those issues with the show's rights today because I've only had one cup of coffee and a very insufficient lunch at this point in my day. And, uh, you know, Justin says that he doesn't like to discuss kink on an empty stomach. And I feel the same way about law. Plus, I highly doubt you guys want to hear me talking about copyright law and IP ownership right now. You can find that on my other podcast. By this point, um, we've all heard or even said a line similar to with everything else getting a reboot or a reunion, why not our original cast? But For some reason, the people in power have not listened to us yet, but that doesn't mean we have to stay silent about it. We can just keep trying. (laughs) Uh, So while I'm excited, I am not fully satisfied or satiated by this. I think what I've been saying is we like it, but it's not what we ordered. Um, Yeah. So again, keep that between us friends. More news. Uh, Ken and I, so Liberty Diner Dish, recently joined Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash Liberty Diner Dish. And we're still going to be here on your favorite streaming platforms, but we're giving you more over on Patreon. In fact, I'll be adding a new bonus episode over there this week, uh, one that Ken and I worked on, and it's a pretty fun time. Uh, not only will you get more Queer as Folk, but you'll get more behind the scenes of Ken and Shell over there, plus lots of bonus things and extras. We are both givers by nature, and we've been planning some fun stuff for our patrons. Uh, Just ways to bless people, plus support great organizations and creators that belong to or openly support the LGBTQIA plus community. We'll be talking to our friends and therapists and writers and allies and people all over and under the community to get more insight, to help educate, inform, and hopefully entertain ourselves and others. Plus, we'll be scheduling live recording sessions and Q&As for our patrons to attend and participate in. So that means you could be featured on one of our podcast episodes. Good times are sure to be had. So again, that's patreon.com slash Liberty Diner Dish. 
All right. So we've said it before and I will speak for both of us again. We love doing this and we want to be around for as long as even just one person wants to listen to us. So go get your rosé and your charcuterie boards ready because the next time you hear from Ken and I, we will be jumping into season four. It's going to be a great Liberty ride. See what I did there? Yeah, I agree. I'll let myself out now. Bye. Bye.